Good Ne'er Shabbos. We're going to start Shear number 38 on the Swarm of Zell Kliskin in this um, book on kindness. Last week we discussed how to undo the curses of negative predict- predictions, not to pay attention to people who tell you negative things about yourself, that you'll never amount to anything, or you're too, too stupid to understand, or you can't cope with difficult situations, things that put you down. You have to fight that and not listen to that, and also help others by giving them more positive information and not Khalila giving them negative information. An offshoot of that is also to counteract negative medical prognosis. We have this a lot. People that were told that they only have a few days to live, and that was 40 years ago. You have many, many stories like that. And several doctors told me that we would be unable to have children, and fortunately they were wrong. Or my doctor told me I only had one chance of 500 to overcome a certain illness. And I think he was being generous by giving me that one chance. And I used hope and laughter and spent the rest of my time encouraging others to believe in their ability to recover, just as I did. So one needs to remember, doctors are human beings. Every human makes mistakes. And um, doctors are important. Um, Hashem in puts gives permission and it's an honor and it's for doctors if they're doctors to save lives, to heal but they are fallible, they are humans and doctors have the or even you could say to be but not to give up and it's very, very important. Some are well-meaning by doing that because they don't want to give false hopes. So they have to, you know, not hide a diagnosis that seems grim. Of course not, because it has to be treated. But these predictions, these prognosting, you know, pr- prognoses is not in their hands. And it's very important not to, um, you know, discourage and, and, and to do things like that. Medical miracles do happen. People who are not given the hope of recovery have recovered. And um, yes, if there's some realistic prognosis of something, um, they have to do certain treatments and whatever it is and to face reality in that sense, but not in a negative way and not with negative um, you know, uh, predictions. You never know. You could recover. You can be healed. They'll be good from this experience, and so on and so forth. So that's just one aspect I wanted to be um, continue from last week's um, share. Another aspect, so that's another aspect of caring about people, is the, to respect their property and to protect their money. And it's well known um, that it's it's a minig by 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 um, children that when they many of them, when they, the first Masechta they learn in Gemara is Elu Metzius of, 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 of when you find the lost object to return that lost object and it's very very important for children, the reason why people ask certain G'daylam why they start with that, shouldn't they learn something a little more practical like certain basic Hilchah Shabbos and, 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 and Mayadim and so on and so forth and one of the reasons is is to inculcate in the early, at an early age that if you find something, it belonged to somebody else and it may still belong to somebody else. And 
You have to value the possessions that belong to somebody else. The same applies with the whole Seder Nezikin that we learn. You know, we may think it's not practical, a shar, um, um, gourd another shar, and so on and so forth, but in reality what you're doing is you're building into yourself this concept that the financial um, possessions of someone else is precious, and it's your taira hischaivas to protect that and to honor that. And if you see someone left their possessions unguarded in an area where it may be stolen and you bring them to a safe place, you're doing a mitzvah. You, you do everything you can to help that they should, a person should not um, chalila go, uh, go through a financial loss. And very often when someone themselves has a setback and they have a financial loss that they experienced, they could use that experience to help others and advise others you know, my personal loss that I did put me in a position that I could do kindnesses for others to tell them how not to do that. If I invested in some, some risky stocks and I lost money, you advise other people, don't, you know, be careful when you do that. I did that and, and, and things did not work out and so on and so forth. So even with setbacks in finance, even in setbacks that someone had with deals that did not go through or things that didn't happen or mistakes that they made... And people don't like talking about them, and that makes sense. But if you know you're another person that's being involved in those business endeavors, and your knowledge and your experience can help somebody else by telling them, I fell into this pitfall, it was a mistake, but please be careful and don't make this mistake, and they give them advice, you are saving their life, you are saving their financial status, and very often you're saving their life as well. An anecdote he gives here is that when I first married, an older couple came over to our house for a visit. They gave us a treasury of tips on how to make purchases as economically as possible. And my husband and I were extremely grateful. We lived on a tight budget and their advice and suggestions were exactly what we needed. And later on, I found out that they did this regularly for new couples who moved into their community. You have many people that do these chasadim that they went through different things in their life, through hardships. Here we're talking about financial hardships. And they use that to help others that they should not experience those financial hardships. And you guide them through it and help them avoid those pitfalls. That applies by with financial hardships, and it applies by all type of hardships. That when someone experiences them, they can use that experience to share with others for the purpose of protecting them, to make sure they didn't go through what you went through. Another big chesed, obviously, and we talked about it in our um, feedbacks and insights on suicide and other things like that, that if someone is encouraged, is discouraged rather, and their life feels like they're falling apart and people become depressed from it and they don't eat and they don't sleep and a lot of people think they want to put an end to their life because of that, and even if you don't come to, an, to a, an experience where you actually met someone that wants to take their life, but they're just down, or they want to harm themselves in some of them some way, or they're putting themselves in danger because of they don't care anymore. And um, you know, like when you see someone crossing a street without looking both ways, and 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 he's asking for trouble, or someone's driving reckless, recklessly, a friend of yours. Uh, and things like that, and you do things to help them, to protect them from harming themselves, 
and could possibly that and also that could possibly harm others, it's a tremendous chesed to do that. You're actually saving a life by doing that. Here's an anecdote. I'm a gratefully I'm grateful forever to a person who successfully insisted that I go on a diet. I was obese. I was constantly gaining weight. Diets aren't for aren't for me, I thought. I tried many of them, didn't have the willpower to carry through. Then someone who barely knew me said to me with total compassion, do me a favor, let me save your life. I'll speak to you daily, give you encouragement to stick to a healthy diet. This person called me up two times or three times a day. And when I asked how I could repay this kindness, I was just told, just be there for someone else like I was there for you. And that basically, I want to end off this particular share with this particular Nakuda about that's really the crux and the point of all of the shiurim that we're giving here on kindness. And that is as follows, is that one of the greatest parts of these chasadim is, is as you practice them, as you practice them and influence others, and they're the recipients of those kindnesses, and they want to show akarasatayv to you, how could I pay you back? You tell them that. You tell them carry it forward. You tell them to take that chesed that you received and give it forward to someone else who may need it. Someone helped me through a financial hardship and thank God I'm on my two feet again. I will use that opportunity when someone else is in a financial hardship and I'll carry that forward and help them. If I was down and depressed or wanted to end my life or, or felt all alone and terrible, and someone put me back on my feet, and talked to me, encouraged me, talked me off the ledge, and, and, and built me up, and now I am built up, I will do that for somebody else, and I will build them up. The carrying forward. That is what Hashem wants. That is the chesed that spreads, that spreads one to the other, to the other, to the other, by carrying it forward to others. Many, many people who were in tough, tough, tough financial situations when they were younger, and... They got a good break and Baruch Hashem, they got out of it and they're even now affluent and wealthy. They find opportunities. They say, you know something? I went through this. I'm going to find a young couple that's struggling and I'm going to help them. And so on and so forth with everything like that. Chalila should not, not happen to anybody. But like in the case we said, someone was, God forbid, ill. And you had a the doctor or a caretaker or a friend took care of you, encouraged you, helped you through that hard, tough time. And now you're healthy and you're well again. You do the same thing and you help somebody else put them on their feet. The same applies if Khalila someone went through a very difficult divorce, but then remarried, they're happily remarried, and now they are very stable and they have a loving relationship and, and, and with the mishpacha and everything's beautiful now. They went through it, it's in the past now, and everything's well now. And then they see someone else going through this turbulent time. You're the person that has the credentials. You're the person because you were there that has credibility to be able to tell somebody else that went through those difficult situations that you could pull through and, and help them as well. Cholila shouldn't happen to anybody either. Someone was widowed, lost a spouse, remarried, built their life after that, mourned and then moved on. And now they're comforted by it and they have Baruch Hashem and new husband and wife in a second marriage and, and they're happy and they went through the grieving process and they're and they're and of course it's always there's gonna be pain there but but ultimately they build their life again 
and and they're they're happy and they're stable they should know that if they see somebody Khalila in such a matzif that's falling apart they have more credibility they could help the other person i went through what you went through and and things fall into place ultimately all these type of things we sometimes don't want negative experiences we don't ask for it but we need to understand that once we do go through an experience and we come out on the other side it's an opportunity to move to give over that chesed forward and to carry it forward and to help others with that experience have a wonderful shabbos